Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's 12 o'clock in the greatest city in the world. It is Barton Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. It's already Thursday as we creep closer to the holiday weekend. Alan Han, Bart Scott. Hello, Excuse me? Hello, Alan. Hello, Bart. Lot to talk about today, man. You said you doing today, you, buddy? I, I'm. I was just introducing the show. Oh, I'm sorry. I just. Oh, I'm sorry. Apologies. Did you not? Did you not catch? Like I usually do the. You know, introducing us, and then I give out the number. But at this point, don't and, everybody know who he is? Don't they know the number? This is family. Um, I do we even like need to, to do that out? anymore? Okay, that's right. Because you know, there's like always a new listener. Yeah. Hopefully, each day, and you just want to make sure everybody has all the information they need, so we can that's just true. get started the way we need to get started. You're right. I apologize. I'm thirst trapping. No good. 800-919-3776 is the number. Be part of the conversation. Of course, at Barton on Twitter and Instagram as well. And um, Bart, as we begin week 16 in the NFL with a lot of interesting games and all the playoff machinations and whatnot to get into. And of course, we'll hear from Tommy DeVito later in the show. Rex Ryan's going to join us later in the show. I feel like today, though, feels like... Yes, yes. Say it, say it. We got we to gotta talk some hoop. Say it. Yes, that's what I'm talking about, baby. Bing bong. You know my favorite song? Your favorite song? Yeah, you know, I was fortunate enough to go see um, Lauren Hill in uh-huh. Philly after yes. she made a makeup concert. Right. One of my favorite songs is? It's about her son. Zion, Zion. One of my favorite songs, son. Well, why, why, are you, why are you singing about Zion? Because, because? <laughs> the fat boy claws. He, he he had a, some type of voided thing in his contract. Yes. Where they can waive him. You're right. His contract and, is no yes. longer guaranteed for the rest <laughs> of the season. That That is true. Yeah, that is a report uh, yes. by The Athletic. He was Maybe. only able to play 29 games uh, last year. And, um, yeah. And they didn't have to invoke that clause. That means they're getting tired of his mess. I'm getting so tired of you. You can never do me nothing. We gonna call Tyrone. So they tied up there. I, I love that. that. By the way, I love that song. Who sings that song? Erica by Fufu, baby. That is by Do. Oh, yeah, the I essence, love that essence, song. lady boy. Oh God, I gotta get some of them incense. Yo, the, fa- the live version when the women just start like yelling out stuff during this, like it's such a good song. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, just maybe. Because Zion sees what they're doing, the writing's on the wall. Maybe we can elevate this and speed up the process. You know, the, the final three years of the deal are no longer guaranteed. It yes. means that the Pelicans could waive him. Yes, if they want to, with no financial ramifications. Right. But they didn't have to. Input. But nobody thinks they're going to do that. Yeah, right. Why not? You don't think they're tired of his mess? You don't think they saying, hey, we can't depend on this dude. He can't stay in shape. He won't do right. He doesn't really want to be here. Mm-hmm. He's wearing out his welcome. He's making a bad culture. He's making our locker room bad. Guys want to fight him. T.J. McCollum can't accept his lack of uh, professionalism. He doesn't want to be great. He's lazy. He's a bad example for the rest of the people in the locker room, the young guys that we got here. We can do better without him, and we can bring back better players because clearly he doesn't want to be here. It's like when your man tell you, hey, baby, I signed, sign up for this. You and gain 30, 40, 50 pounds. He's definitely, I the, married, the weight clause is real. I married a six, 
Now you're wearing a 14. Now, if I go out there and I go cheat on you with an 8 or a 6, that's your fault. Because I told you what I like. And you let yourself go. Yeah, this is a it's a fresh story for everybody that's just wondering what uh, what we're talking about here, and that is something from the athletic. And I had brought this up. Remember when we saw him? Was it last week? I when did I tell you that I saw him? And I was like, "Yo, he's not just heavy. He's he like his stomach like he's it was talk. noticeable." And it's a- <laughs> and remember I told you too. I I had a um, a friend hey, of mine who's an executive, like a sports executive, lives yeah. down in New Orleans, goes to a lot of Pelicans games, and he was sending me a thread of text one night. One night we were on the air and he's texting me. He's like just steaming about Zion and how frustrated he is with him. And so all this is going on down there. I told you, when, when you when you get people at that level that start, you know, um, ranting, you know, they just got to get it off their chest. You're like, okay, well, when is the organization going to do something? And the and story in Athletic did. is saying they did. So this is the thing, right? So now Zion has no problem sliding into DMs of people because that hit the black Twitter too. Dion slid in some DMs us making some comments. I forgot to the girl. Zion did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No to doubt. Some, no to, doubt. To someone while he – oh, boy. Didn't he commented he on the picture. You know, well, I don't know. Didn't he have a porn tape? What he, I don't he know. Just, anyway. He just had a kid, though. Yeah, something about – yeah, Kendall oh, Jenner. You know what I'm oh saying? Boy. He he want to be he want to be the he want to be oh the 30th boy. black athlete to be destroyed by the Kardashians. But oh boy. you know what I'm saying? Like well, he can add the list to uh, Devin Booker, uh, Ben Simmons. Uh, we we that's just the Jenner side. We ain't even got to the Kardashian side. You know what I'm saying? The Chris Humphreys, the Reggie Bushes. We ain't never heard from them no more. Well, hang on. It, it, he slid. She she broke up with Bad Bunny. She bad. She broke. See this is see this is why you got to stay on the airways, man. Because they'll tell you what's going on in these streets and why these no, players I, may not be playing that good. You know what I'm saying? Oh, now he's trying I, to get up in that Jenner. Yeah. No, I I completely understand. Yeah, she broke up with Bad Bunny, man. Mm-hmm. Bad Bunny's like the most the richest, most popular person entertainer in all the world. Great wrestler too, man. Got to give respect to Bad Bunny. You know what I'm saying? He's not one of these fake guys that go wrestle and don't do nothing. He ain't like Floyd Mayweather. He go up there and throw a couple punches. This dude, like, be flying off. He come from a wrestling background, and, and he broke up with Kendall Jenner. And I'm sure he won't be on the market long, but, apparently, you know, Zion though, been lurking. Apparently this is false. Okay, sure it is. No, no, it's been debunked. Okay, sure it is. No, sir, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm reading something that said – uh, it was deemed false. There's no such exchange on Jenner's social media platform. Sure. It was something that someone created, sure. uh, a person with a the handle Nick's underscore tape 99. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Is that, is that the name of Zion's ghost ghost uh, threat? I doubt it. Yeah, okay. Or what you say here is to be beignets. You, so you're be- definitely the guilty until proven innocent guy, aren't you? Hey, listen, now that you I know 100%, this dude. You're like, if bro, I like it, I bro, will believe it. Now that I know this dude. I think it's good. Listen, I'm believing it. I don't care now if it's that I Listen, now that I know this dude is having porn sessions with porn stars. He just had a kid, though. Like you'd think Wasn't he, it a porn star? No. Well, that and was he a, been, he but he also has a girlfriend, too. Hey, come he, on, man. Yeah, okay. Good, good luck with that. Porn star is the one that was definitely threatening yeah, she's yeah, well, because she's right. Jake, Jake's saying she's still going after him, but I, it's because she got a little bit of fame from it, and now that's starting to go away. So what do they usually do? Is they just keep it going because they want to continue the fame? That don't mean listen. Just because she's making a ruckus and she broke, you uh, she broke side so piece bad. code. She broke side piece code. Don't mean it ain't true. All right. Well, anyways, he's he's starting a five year extension this year. Yes. And so the Pelicans can basically waive him, but they can't waive him immediately. 
it's not until after the 24-25 season. Sure. So but, it's not like they can waive them okay. now. But tell me this, right? If you're Zion, you really don't want to be there. And you see how they move it. They Listen, it's their, it's their right. And look how to, he's moving. Though. But what I'm saying is it's their right to invoke that clause or honor this. You know, we, we all got clauses in our fat con- contracts. Damon Woody had a weight thing in his contract. Chris Jenkins had one, too. I bet offensive two. linemen all have that, don't they? No, no. Only no? the super, super fat ones. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You never knew. Chris Jenkins can come up, come, come report to camp 420. You know hey. what I'm saying? Like, Damon Woody can show up 380. So mm-hmm. they had they had those claws because they struggled with their weight. Nick mm-hmm. Mango, the Brickers are Sar Ferguson, like the Bricks are barely three hundred. Like you ain't mm-hmm. never got to worry about Brick coming out of shape. So they not gonna have those in their in, in their contracts. But what I'm what I'm saying is the bigger point is he sees how the Pelican is moving. So and the Pelican see how they're here he is moving. So at some point they need they probably want to come together earlier when he said, listen man, this I, I don't want to be here no more. I really. I'm trying to fit in. All the things he's saying is saying he don't really he's not comfortable there. He don't really rock with the culture. So what I'm saying is this could be that one rare opportunity where the stars line up for the Knicks. Because one thing you can say about the Knicks is they have what? Culture. Yes. Right? Clearly that locker room, that organization doesn't have the culture to um nurture Zion will give him tough love but empathy at the same time. That mm-hmm. is a very fine, fine balance to go. You got to make sure that you're stern, but you got to also give him empathy so that he feels um, contrite and feels like, okay, these guys really care about me and they got their best interests. The same way that Coach K did. He didn't, he didn't struggle with his weight with Coach K. He was he also struggled, 18 he, years old. Right, but he was 19 years old and he was struggling with his weight. Mm. So what are we talking about? So, like, it is not like all of a sudden, like, if he was with Coach K, Coach K didn't put up with it because it was an environment and a culture. One thing I can say about the Knicks is they got a culture. Man, did you see them boys play yesterday? You know what I'm saying? Did you see the Villanova, the Villanova connection? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just serving D. Vitenjo up, you know what I'm saying? Serving them threes, you know what I'm saying? Eating all day. Let him eat, son. You know what I'm saying? The, the selflessness of Jalen Brunson. So, what I'm saying is – they can absorb a guy like Zion into his culture. Like I said, when Rick Mahorn, fat ass, went over to the to, – to, if you, anybody's seen that Tap Tap documentary about the 88 and 89 Piston Championships, they know that Rick Mahorn was a, was a rebel. He came into there. The first thing they did, man, Bill Lambert, you know what I'm saying, who uh, Rick Mahorn probably would have smacked him up. Was like, yo, this is how we do things like this. You go, you gonna be expected to do this. You are gonna be expected to do that. You think Zion's walking in there and Jalen Brunson? He'll probably lose his teammate and um, he'll probably lose his teammate and R.J. Barrett if they if they make that trade. But also the fact that you know Julius Randle. One, you can say a lot of things about Julius Randle. Oh, he be in shape. Oh, he 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 cut like a piece of granite. DiVincenzo, that defense first mentality, that dog mentality. A perfect place for Zion is either there or the Miami Heat because that culture is strong. And it's either going to make them better or break them. Exactly. And you'll, know, and you'll know which one it is early. Yes. So this may be one of those rare occasions where if things start going bad with the Pelicans, yeah, they can invoke it and they can't do it, but they don't mean they can't trade them. It's like LeBron once said famously to Kevin Love, fit in or fit out. Exactly. It ain't no compromise. You're the in or you out, bro. Ain't no in-between. Well, Just that, like Yoda well, what say. you know now is that Zion is on borrowed time in the NBA. Yes, five year extension has now been cut down to three. Yes, and, and what I'm saying, and is- after that, 
that you know that big payday that was once 193 million dollars, almost 200 million dollars. That big payday has now been whittled down. It's still a lot of money, but in three years he'll be 26 years old, and he might be looking at teams that go, "Yeah, I'll give you a one year because I don't trust you." Exactly. And you don't want to be in that place. You don't want to be. You don't want to be considered yeah. a superstar. He don't want to be Boogie Cousins. Yeah. Boogie never got that big contract that he wanted. Well, but he got hurt, though. And to be Zion's fair, he was, he was on his way to, right. ha- to getting that contract. Then he got hurt. But anyways, that, that is so – here's the thing, though. Is you bring that up and you make, all the po- you make all the good points. And I'm telling you, the timing of this, though, couldn't be worse. You know why? Mitch. Because all the talk about the Knicks needing a star has now stopped because now the Knicks need a center. The story out of The Athletic last yeah. night – yeah. was a devastating one and one that I got to tell you I'm not surprised about because I got, I heard whispers of this being a possibility. So, the Athletic reporting that Mitchell Robinson, the Knicks center who got off to a great start this year, who's one of the best defensive centers in the game, the best rebounding like the best offensive rebounder in the game. Yeah. And 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 really an anchor to their defense and when they lost him their defense lost its way for a couple of games. He is expected to miss the rest of the season, according to this report. The Knicks have not said anything yet. No one has been able to confirm any of this yet. But I mean, when it's Shams, you you kind of feel like he's got a good, he, you know, he's got a good feel. He's not Woj, but he's got a good feel. And this is where the Knicks now they applied for the uh, the NBA has this thing called the disabled player exception, which is what you do when you lose a player for the season. You, you try to get that salary slot back so you can use it in a trade. It's $7.8 million. It's not going to buy you a lot, but it can help you. Or you can sign a player because, again, you're, you, they're over the cap. They're under the luxury tax, but they're over the cap. Right. So now it leaves so many questions. Where do they go from here and what do they do? Extremely thin and small at center now. Isaiah Hartenstein's played great. Yeah, but he's going to wear down. Jericho Sims just got hurt, so he's out for about two weeks with an ankle. Yeah. Taj Gibson, you just signed him, and you love him, but he's you know he's still older. You're not going to get a ton of minutes out of him. Yeah, like like do they need to go find a center? You want more than they like? Like does that become a bigger priority? Getting a six eleven seven foot guy versus finding the star that fits into what they're trying to do? You know that it changes everything. Your whole approach. Well, uh-huh. changes now. But but the thing is, they have enough scores and wings and shooters that they can have to adjust the way they play, and they have to play small maybe if that's the case, unless you want to try and make a move for a guy like you know Andre Drummond, oh. you know, who's going to be available. Oh, God. He's guy can't give... play defense? I mean, at, he, one time, he, at, no, one time, no. at one time, he was one of the best double-double guys in all yes, of basketball. Yes, so what? But I'm not giving him the ball. I don't want a center that needs the ball. I got enough guys that need the ball. No, he, no he's not a guy that needed the ball. He's oh, a guy that he, was a he great, does now. He was a great rebound, so now he won't. <laughs> no, no, he, compl- he complains when he doesn't get the ball. All right, man, where's Robin Lopez? And, and he can't defend. Where's Robin Lopez at? He's, he's, still he's uh, on the bench with the Bucks, playing with his brother, just happy to be there. Yeah, maybe. Don't I know you. if Robin's got anything left in the tank, to be honest with you, and don't know if the if he wants to even be traded. I think he's happy. He's with his brother, so I don't know if that's even here. I'll tell you what. Here, here are some names I'll give everybody. Now, again, we're going deep in the weeds here, folks. If you're not an NBA fan, I'm going to give you names. You're going to go who? Plumbing. Trust me. The I, I'm, it's the reality of this. But eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. This though, for a Knicks team that's sixteen and eleven, like Bart said, it showed real grit and toughness, and that's their identity. 
is that they come off this West Coast trip where both teams did. You come in a little jet lag, a little tired. They, they barely, they got home. They went right to Brooklyn. They did not go home. And then they, they went to the hotel and then played the very next day. And they smoked the Nets. Smoked them. Yeah, man. First and, time they won and, in, what, four years? It's Yes, since 2019 in that building. So they beat them, and they did it not like in a grinder kind of game. They beat them by running. They ran them out the gym. That's what 21 I'm fast break points. They just and their defense was good again. So, like you see a team that's got like I mean they got some yeah. grit to them. This well, is a good team. Away, yeah, but you can get away with that against that small Nets team because they're not big either. All they do is shoot threes. And that yeah, I'll, I'll get into the Nets situation too because they got some problems they got to figure out. Because really, all they do is shoot threes. It's you can't live on that, especially when you got tired legs. If you rely on the three, and they come off a, a five game road trip, and they come home same situation, and you want them now to just be uh, solid three point shooters with no rest, it, it's a recipe for disaster. So the Nets are now on the five hundred, but on the Knicks side of things, you've got a team that has a really good shot at being a top four team in the East, and you lost your center, and you're about to play a big team in the Bucks. This is brutal. You're playing the Bucs in a home series. They play them Saturday and then Christmas Day, both games at the Garden. It's a weird schedule, gotta run. but the Bucs are big, and you are now very small. You got to play them like you got to play them. You got to play them the same way that Golden State play people. You got to be yeah, five Yeah, Golden from State three. doesn't have a lot of run. size either. You got to run. So let me give you some names, Bart, okay? okay. And, and I'm going to tell you, th- these are some names to consider, and you're. I swear to God, you have to be, be honest with me because it'll be fun. Be honest with me if, I'm, if I say a name to you and you go, I don't know who that is, okay? Yep. Honest. All right, I'm going to give you the first name that we discussed that I discussed with some people. So you know DeMarcus Cousins. Right? You know that name. <laughs> he's now, going DeMarcus, to Taiwan. He's going yes, to Taiwan. But he's not going to Taiwan until mid-January, apparently. So he signed a short-term deal with a team in Taiwan, but yet not supposed to arrive until January, probably because he wants to stay in the States for the he, holidays. He, he, got no, he got nothing left, man. Yeah, the only issue with... Bad Getting knees, a guy like DeMarcus Cousins. It's not even that. You're going to shoot threes, too. That's all right. I like a guy who brings you some toughness and attitude. And, yeah, he'll shoot a three. He's a good skill player. Is he Is he the same guy he was in his Sacramento yeah. days? No, not even close. But you have to worry about a guy that also has a reputation for being a locker room politician. And why I say that is because this Nick team – Together. You know, like, like Tom Thibodeau has a really good hold of this group right now, and you just don't want a guy that might come in and every now and then be like, man, we ain't practicing today. Why are we practicing today? Like a guy that's always big on pushing against the grain. He's like anti-establishment. Like you can't afford to have guys like that with a group like this. I'm so good. I'm good on him. Yeah, is it worth it? I don't think so. Uh, I'll give you another name. You said Drummond. That's another name that's come up. Drummond, Drummond is still a big-time rebounder in this league. But he can't move. He's gotten bigger and heavier than he used to be. When his Detroit days, yeah, he, th- he was really and they, good. And they used to take Malik Allen, used to have to go with him in the summertime to make sure that he didn't get fat. It's a good point. But he, he's he's yeah, kind of yeah. heavy. He, yeah. He's heavy-footed. He can't defend. And again, Tom Thibodeau, I need my bigs to be good in drop coverage, who can switch, who are very who are vocal defensively, all the things that Drummond is not. So you'll get a great rebounder, but a bad defender, and also a guy that when he doesn't get the ball will complain. That's a reality. Do you he want he that? Won't, he won't three isolation hook shots. Oh, come on. Yeah. All right. Here's another name. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Cody Zeller. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. He's he's on the bench with the Pelicans. Doesn't play a ton, but just another one of these plug and play bigs. Not What's, terrible, you know, but isn't really like you're not going to get a lot out of yeah. him. 
But you don't need a ton of minutes. You just need somebody that can – like, Hartenstein's proven that he could start. Yeah. But Zeller, you know, is something – all right, can, what can you get from him? Here's another name. Jock Landell. You ever hear of him? Never heard of him. Okay, good. That's fair. It's fair because most people have it. But here's why I bring him up. I watched him last year with the Suns. Now, he played at St. Mary's in, in college. He didn't get drafted. He was an Australian player. Smart, fundamental, good energy, all that stuff. And when he played for the Suns last year, there were times he actually played really well. In fact, they liked him better than Aiton at times. Yeah. Um, but he signed with the Rockets, and he's not playing a ton for them right now. So a 6'11 body, is, is that a guy you could trade for? Mm. Sign a four-year deal, but only the first year is guaranteed. So maybe that's a name. And then the last name I'll give you is one that all the Knicks fans know. It's Nerlens Noel. Mm. Nerlens Noel has not uh, – I think he got waived uh, yeah. in training camp yeah, by, good. like, the Kings or something like that. He's a free agent. I'm Tom good. Thibodeau knows him. He knows Tom Thibodeau's system. I worry about him because he's like, um, he's like uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character in Unbreakable. Yeah, like it yeah. just feels like Glass you know, Joe. right. Two games, all of a sudden he's got some type of a cramp or something, then he's out for like a month. And you don't pay the money, you depend there on. There you Nike. go. But you know, I for, I forgot the guy. There's man. my names. I got nothing no, else. No, no, I forgot. I forgot this guy. Who's that? He played for the Pistons and they got rid of him. He played center. He always has like a, a shots of Vujic type of like headband around his head. Huh. He's a don't. center white boy. He used to be in Boston, I believe. Yeah, I forget his name. He's somewhere around here. I, I saw Kelly Olynyk. Yes, yes. Kelly Olynyk is with the Utah Jazz. We just saw him. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent. That's a name I would definitely consider. It's going to cost you. He's high, high energy. I, you know, I like he can, him. He can, he, can, he can help you. Yeah, he also, does. Again, no big numbers. Not going to blow you high away. High energy. Can just shoot a, just three, a high decent, IQ, yeah. smart player. Yes, can knock down a three. Yeah, it's yeah. not a bad one, but you'd have to. I don't know if the Jazz I mean, I, are willing to trade now. I pulled that out my bum bum, man. No, no, no. That's I'm, very I'm trying. Good I'm trying. I'm trying hard, man. But how about, how about how about call Portland and ask Robert Williams? He got hurt. He's out for the season. Damn it. Again? Yeah. He yeah. went there hurt. The Celtics knew that injury was bad. They knew. I like Olenek, though, Bart. I do. That's one I would definitely think about. It's a matter of it's Danny Ainge, so the New York tax is going to be involved. You know this. And then, it, you know, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. So, right. you know, they know, like, are they going to sign him? What are they going to do with him? So they're probably going to move him. There'll be a bidding war for him because he's a vet and he's smart. He's 32 years old. He's kind of towards that's the end. Young, he's still, that's still young. That's still young. Yeah. Look, guy, again, he doesn't have a lot of miles on no, Didn't he start, in, didn't he start in Miami? Did he start in Miami? I want to say I remember. Yeah, Olenek, I think Olenek is a real one, uh, but I don't know how soon. Can you survive January where the schedule gets lighter? Survive January until you get near the trade deadline, right? line, and then you trade for Olenek. Do you do that rather than panic and make like bring someone in right now? See, I, I, would, I, I would do that you know, because I, day, I, th I think this team can play small and compete because they got bigs, they got their wings that can that can rebound. Right, Hart can get down and get grimy. We know Julius Randle is a, is a rebounding machine. They just got to tell guys that we got to play a little differently. We got we got to shoot at a high percentage, and we got to play defense. You know what I mean? And we we go we have we we gonna have to run guys off the three point line, but somebody got to come down there. You need pick and roll because the Knicks they, really struggle in pick and roll. But then, and that's but where they, Mitch was so good. But then but then you you go to a zone. You switch it up on the ass. Yeah, yeah. Tom doesn't play zone though. That's the well, problem. you bet. Well, you better adjust. Yeah, he doesn't like doing that. But I got you. Look, teams also shoot threes against the Knicks, so zone only just invites more threes. Here's my plan. This is what I would do. 
because I gave you all the options, right? I don't know if you can get Landell. I don't know what it would cost you. So I'm going to pretend like trading for him is probably not an option right now. So you have the 10-day window that opens up. You know those 10-day contracts I've told you about, right? Mm-hmm. So the NBA, that, that starts in January. So can you survive for now? Get to the ten day season and then give Nerlens Noel like one ten day. See how it works out. Maybe give him another one, and then when you get to February, that's when the trade deadline you know comes into play. And will the Jazz at that point be looking to move Olynyk for a draft pick? Mm-hmm. And then you play that game, Can and you-, you just then you go try to get Olynyk to finish the season and take you into the playoffs. That's Kind of how I'd play this. Yeah. I got, I got one for it's, you. It's not exciting. I know it's not, but this is I, the best we got. I got one for you. Okay. You always look for bad teams. Of course. Uh, what about James Wiseman? He's not even playing for the Pistons, and the Pistons suck. He's a big body. That's because they're. I, but he's their- not even playing for them though. So. And the Warriors gave up on him for the main reason of he can't defend. You know what I mean? Like again, you you've got to consider what you need kid, at that the position. Kid, the kid's twenty two years old, man. Uh, this is not what the Knicks need. They do not need a project. Like Jericho Sims is only going to be out for for a week or two, right? It's not like he's done for the year. Jericho's your project. He's the one you just keep trying to develop. Bouncy. He's a hard worker. He doesn't need the ball. He's gotten better and better. Like he already knows your system. I'm not worried about. I don't need a project. I need okay. a vet who knows how to play. So because this thing, team can't, they can't, like, you're not wasting any time. I need a vet. So the best thing we got is Kelly Olynyk. Yes. I'm still, listen, you're, it, well, you're, uh, funny, Bart, you saying the white guy with the headband, that was the smartest thing out of everything we discussed because you're right. That's the best name to consider. That's it. But, but, t- but tell me this, though. Like, do we, do we, do we shelf the Zion stuff? Yes. See, that's why, I'm, that's why I said this at the very beginning. I think this the idea that the Knicks have to search for a star by the deadline, I but, think that's out now because the center position becomes a greater priority than chasing a star. But what's the reality? This is the reality, though, Alan. What's that? What's that? The reality is you never know when the time is going to come where you can get your, get your star. And this is a guy that it's a long shot. But if I'm going to take a chance – on somebody, I'm gonna take somebody on a, a chance on somebody that I passed on that I had an opportunity, that I dreamed to get. So you're going Zion instead of let's because, say Donovan Mitchell. Because because this is what I'm saying. Okay. In the future, I don't. We all know the Knicks aren't a contender to win nothing this year. It'd be a cute story if they can go to the second round or the third round and lose to Philadelphia or something like that. Yeah. But if you can get Zion now, that just set up your cards. For next year to be able to make a big, a big move forward, if if you can't make a big splash this year, interesting. So you're, you're sorry, you, you so make the you move when you can like get it because you're a team like the yes, you're yeah, a team you, like the Knicks that right. these opportunities don't come for you often. Right. So what if somebody else steps up and makes the move and now oh we'll get him next year and then uh, now he's 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 got he's going in a trade and you're looking like Tyler Hollenberg, Tyler Halliburton, mm-hmm. and you're looking like damn we didn't even know. Yeah. Well, every, the whole. Yeah, what, what, what imagine if the Knicks would have would have known that Halliburton was was available and could have got him? Where would they oh. be today with that? Oh my goodness! I don't know. I don't even want to think about so, that. So, right so sometimes you got to make a move that yeah. ain't even a move for right now. Okay. But it's a move that aligns you for next year. So you get the star where you can get the star. You get him when he's disgruntled. 
You don't want him to get in shape. You don't want him to get happy. Or you don't want him to force his way out, say, I know what y'all doing. I'll never play for this team and again. Blah, blah, blah. They deceive me. They lie to me. And then they move him. Okay. 800-993-776. Do you agree with Bart? Or do you think, like I said, I think you got to prioritize the center position. Bart's saying no. If star's available, you still got to get the star no matter what. We got your calls coming up. 800-919-3776 on this. It's bad news for the Knicks, even though they are playing really well right now. But losing Mitchell Robinson changes a lot for this team. Yes, week 16 NFL. We got NFL to get to. Tommy DeVito speaks a lot more, but we have your calls. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. So Aaron Rodgers is not coming back this season, but he has been activated to the roster, which raised some questions for DiPietro and Rothenberg earlier this morning. What's the point of putting him on the active roster? So he can practice? I would say, what's the point of practicing if you're not going to play? So why are we going through the charade of uh, it's not, uh, if he it's can practice? Because and... it's apparently the next step in rehab. But that would usually be with season left. I just assumed once they decided he wasn't going to play, that they would kind of take a step back a little bit. But he wants to be around his teammates. He wants to continue to do football activities. I think this is important for him. I think this matters to him. I think being back and practicing and, and I told you so matters to him. I don't truly understand the point of why this is a necessity at this point. And that's brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it is Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, where are we on this song? Oh, baby, it's cold outside. Like, like, can you remember there was like that ridiculously stupid controversy a couple of years ago where this song, they tried to cancel this song? Because some people who have, like, their brains go to a really bad, dark place, listen to this song and think that it, like... Oh, some hit messages like uh, R. Kelly, I'm the Pie Piper. Like, huh. Well, well, no, no, no. There was a whole thing about this song and turning it into how 
he was trying to get her drunk and not let her leave mm. so he could take advantage of her. And it's like, man, yeah. you're reading into that way too much. Well, no, no means no. But, but it, like, because I think one of the lines is what's in this drink, <laughs> which. Well, you know, Bill said it, it's Quaaludes. Everybody used to do it just to make her relax. So, yeah. you know. So it's right, a lot so of those things we got to take back. So you want to cancel this song is what you're telling me. I just I need to listen to it more carefully. Because, you know, back in the day, like, if you ever watched, like, Sean Connery with uh, Barbara Walters, yeah, he was so talking about, like, sometimes you got to smack. Slap, some, you know, yes. sometimes you just got to slap. You know, yeah, she's talking too much and you tell her to shut up. You sometimes just got to yes. smack her. Like, damn. Said that in public? Well, some did. songs. So some songs don't age well. So let's see. I'm the Pie Piper. Nah, can't say you're Pie Piper no more, man. You know, you know. Yo, I can't wait till this list comes out about the uh, the, the guy with the island. Oh, oh we're going to be so disappointed in people. Epstein? Yeah, we're going to be so disappointed. Why are we going to be disappointed? We're going to find so many people doing some freaky stuff. Island. Oh, oh, you mean disappointed in people? Yeah. We're like, damn, you was there? Ah, oh, you was a regular. See, oh. here's here's the line in the in the whole song that just tells you that this isn't a one sided thing. She said, "I ought to say no, no. Mind if I move in closer?" And then she mm. said, "At least I'm going to say that I tried." Oh, so, you know what they used to tell me when they we had that thing that the pause guy come in. He say, um, "No means no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe means no, and yes means no in the morning." So like. <laughs> Always confirm. I need you to sign this document uh, right that, here. Now it's got to be signed a document. I mean, she also said maybe just a cigarette more. Like she's even like like she's playing into it. It's not like she's just playing hard to get. Mm, and he's just being he's being nah, pursuant. I need, I, There's no line that said he locked the door. There's no, no line I, that said like he stood in the way. It needs to be no hesitation. She need to come in and say I'm here for this. And uh, you gonna get? It was like I heard they call you sweet Willie. Yeah, boy, I'm a bird man. Well, how much do you love your son? Cause he's late on his rent. Not enough to pay his damn rent. Can't pay my own rent, Miss Pearly. Why so dark here, Miss Pearly? I don't know why you're. I want these. I want these ruts. Uh, let's get that, the call. That's how that's how apparent I wanted to be. I wanted to be like Friday at the next with Miss Pearly trying to get yo know, saying Craig Daddy to pay forward. that rent. Right, but it's a song, so we by land pipe. It. It's a flirtatious song. It's all it is, and let's not make any more of it. All right, 800-919-3776, talking Knicks and the Mitchell Robinson injury and what do they do now. And Bart said you you still pursue a star, that the center position might be an issue, but you, if your star is available, you cannot pass up. And news about Zion Williamson and from the Athletics saying that the uh, Pelicans have exercised their right to now non-guarantee that deal because of the clauses in there where he is not available to play. And so that is a big story because it does give them an out now in this big contract extension they signed with him. But we have calls to get to about the center position and everything else. 800-919-3776. And Mark in New Jersey has a solution. Go ahead, Mark. So I think a name that would be really interesting uh, for the Knicks, actually, and one that people might not think of off the top of their head, uh, Daniel Gafford out in Washington. Washington's having a real bad season this year. He's on a low contract, about $5 million, really strong defensively, great and efficient inside. I think as, as a depth piece, he'd be great for the Knicks. And with, with your starting center out, I think he's perfect to hold you guys over to the playoffs. He's a, it, it's, it's, I mean, that's one of those where you would think that why would the Wizards trade him? It's like they, they're bad. Yeah, he's cheap. 
Yeah, he's cheap. You know, like they're really bad well, now. That's exactly why I think they would trade him is because they are bad and they'd be looking to recover some picks and maybe but add some still, younger players. They, I get they brought I completely in get Poole, but He still has two years left on his deal, so they don't have to worry about losing him. And you still need bodies. Like you still need to – like you, you trade him and then you don't have anything. Then you go against Joel and B. You go against big yeah, dudes. Like, you get like, bounced around. I, Mark, it, it's a good – It's it would be a great thing for the Knicks. It just makes no sense, though, for the Wizards – where they are. They're really bad, and you can't just do that and then say, oh, we're just going to suck. Who cares? You you can't not do that. Nick in Atlantic Highlands. Nick. Hey, um, so I got three names that I was thinking of. Um, one was uh, Mason Plumley because I kind of like him. He's injured, and then right? the other- Yeah, Mason got hurt. He's going to be out for a couple of months. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. And then the other two um, that I like were uh, – JaVale McGee and He just Dwight signed Howard. with the Kings, I think, JaVale McGee. Yeah, yeah, he, he loves yeah. it there. Yeah, then I I like Dwight, too, but I don't know what he's doing oh, anymore. The white on Do you the really lip? want Dwight, the Dwight around in, your lips? In New York I mean, he, with the media. He can get it, it, coming off the controversy he just did with man, the sex tape and, like and the just, lawsuit you're, he you're got. Bringing he been, all that into this, this is not a team that, like, yeah, I don't know if that's. Yeah, just I'm not dealing with sexual assault around here. TMZ with him and the, and oh, the dude coming out with the le- coming out with the leprechaun and suit, he ta- and he wants attention. <laughs> he talks a lot. Like it's not. It's just. Uh, I get it, Nick. We're all trying to find names. Just that's that's not a guy I'd want to bring into this place. I would not want that. Call him in the Bronx. What's up, Cole? Uh, what's going on, Bartholomew Hollywood? Han? Um, I do like your idea with. Um, you know, waiting on it a little bit. The Knicks are, you know, it seems like every player right now is playing right one some of their best basketball. Hartenstein, you know, um, Julius Randle's playing out of his mind. The the wing defenders are really starting to play better. DiVincenzo's looking better in the starting in that starting role and stuff. It just fits right. I think they can survive. And you know, Nerlens Noel, he is a perfect fit. I get what you're saying with the injuries, but a ten day deal and stuff. He plays great defense. He is a talker. He's a, a guy who can move around and kind of do a little bit of the level that Mitchell Robinson was doing. He's always been a phenomenal shot blocker. Who are you and talking about? I agree say, say with Nerlens Noel. Nerlens? Nerlens. Yeah, Nerlens. Yeah. He's always Again, been a phenomenal shot blocker. Call him. And he knows his system. Contracts. He knows his system. And yeah. you, you and just sign him off the like street. I'm with you. My, my yeah. biggest concern – is long-term, I worry, because he gets hurt very easily. Now, if you're telling me, give me a, you know, give him a 10-day or two, get through January, and then in February try to make a trade for a guy like Olenek, yeah, I'll take that plan, but I'm not signing New Orleans Noel for like this, the rest of the season. I, I'd be really nervous about him getting hurt again. I love the idea of Olenek because I think with that second unit, the ability yes. to stretch the floor and him right. shooting threes, yep. you know, gives quickly gives quickly a lot of more open room to move around. Yep. RJ Barrett plays a lot with the second unit, gives him more open lanes and stuff like that. Well, also, when Randall plays with the bench, you get him out of the paint and it opens up the paint. And this is like I said, he sets really good screens and he's a high IQ player. So it's it's just a thought. Like I said, these are thoughts. But you know, you're also dealing with the Jazz, and what do they want to do? You know, there's been Larry marketing trade rumors out there, but that doesn't make sense if you're the Jazz that want to trade him. He's an all-star. But, you know, there's that. So there's things you got to keep an eye on. But but that's, you know, this is this is what you got to start thinking about because the season is just starting to get underway. And that's a, this is a devastating injury. 
Devastating injury. Changes everything. It's the hardest position to oh, replace yeah. because it's not a lot of mobile bigs that can stretch the floor, shoot, rebound, and defend. Right. It's, it's like a dying breed, right? It's only yes. so many of them out there. Right. You know, every team is – I feel like trying to do that is like trying to find a, a point guard. It's easier for to find a point guard than it is to find a mobile big man that can't get taken advantage. Look at Vucevic. Look at um, Nurkic. Like, it's like you just, you, you're just trying to survive with them and hope that they can be okay. And you plan around them, their lack of foot uh, speed. 800-919-3776. So we'll continue with your calls on this. And 1 o'clock we'll get into the NFL stuff. Tommy DeVito speaks and talks about all the controversy with the pizzeria and everything sure. else. And boy, does he face a, a tough, probably his toughest game And when you go to Philadelphia on Christmas Day, Christmas afternoon, against an Eagles team that, by the way, is reeling. And they need that game against the Giants. I mean, that is a game they must they control their own fate. Win, yes. So that's stuff that we can get into with you as well. So more of your call. Stay with us, Barton Han, ninety-eight-seven ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on ninety-eight point seven ESPN. Chippendale. What's that? Chippendale. The Chippendales. Yes. Chipmunks. Alvin and the oh, it's Alvin Chipmunks. Yes, I say Chippendales. Chippendales. <laughs> no, 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 there no. is there is like I think Disney has Chippendale Rescue Range. Chippendale. What? Oh no, it's Ducktales. Ducktales. That would be Ducktales. Yeah, Chippendale Rescue Range. Chippendale. What a danger! You know it never fails. They'll take the news and have it when the rising who Chippendale. Listen. In the 80s and the 90s, the mm-hmm. greatest songs. And I know we did this before. Sitcoms? When we, yeah, when we the power cartoons? ranked the type song, to, oh, yeah. uh, sitcom songs, man. Yes. Everybody had a bomb-ass song, man. Yes. I agree. Right. And, and, and the Different best thing about them all, them. they were Different like jingles. Strokes. Yes. They get stuck in your head. Like, like are, you, are you old enough to know the love boat? Yeah, come on, man. All right. So you know. Yeah, like one that black dude on a boat. And he, he was one black dude on a boat. Isaac. Yes, the bartender, but he was big, cool. He looked. He looked like he looked like one of the uh, whispers. That big ass <laughs> mustache. <laughs> he was like he was a lost whisper uh, with a gap in his tooth. <laughs> but you almost feel like the even though love even though they acted like 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 on the show, they acted like Doc was the one that was you know he was the one that was um, getting most of the work. Yeah. It it feels we know, like we know the bartender. No way. We know the bartender was like, oh hell yeah, oh man, he, he, he was did. wheeling. You, you know how many people that was on a boat that got in arguments with their man on the boat and they went yeah. to the bar and they went he's to the bar. There. Man, he's like, well, you, you go, you go to his you, my you, cabin. We can yeah, you go, you go to his cabin. He got leopard, uh, leopard uh, <laughs> bell. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true about those shows. They had like their own jingle, which was their Listen, theme song. Cheers might be one of the greatest jingles of all time. Even Family Ties, Cheers, pains. Cheers was an actual song, yeah. Yes, man. I know. Yeah, we, we should do that. Perfect um, Strangers. We'll get to that after Full the holidays house. and stuff. We'll do all that stuff because that's always fun to do. We did that nationally, but locally would be a lot more fun. And also remember, everybody, tomorrow, if you are a driver, uh, uh, Amazon, FedEx, UPS, uh, obviously Postal Service, Tomorrow's when we celebrate you because this is this holiday season. You know, you've been hustling. You are the people 
that help Santa to get all the gifts and all the things that we order and all the stuff, get it to us on time so that we can enjoy holidays with our favorite people. So we want to make sure we do it every year. We celebrate you. So we clear the decks and we let you guys call in. The trash talk is always at 100. And we love that. If you're in FedEx and you want to tell a story about a UPS guy that you once cut off. Remember the one guy who told that story? That he parked in front of him so he couldn't get out. Boxer man, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you ain't get. <laughs> and then he ran time, up huh? the driveway, left his packages, and then ran back, and the guy couldn't leave because he didn't want to be behind him in the street. <laughs> like all that stuff. We love all that stuff. We want to hear from you. So tomorrow is a day we celebrate you. Right now, today is a day we take calls. Eight hundred nine nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Baritone in Queens. What's up, Baritone? Guys, what's going on? Long time no um, yeah. Be- yeah, no here. Um, yeah, 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 so yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, um, my options, um, Alan, you said it, uh, Cody Zella, he's tough. Uh, I was gonna say Hassan Whiteside, but he's like a dinosaur. Damn, is he still around right now? <laughs> I, thought he, I thought he was already in Taiwan. I mean, I mean is Bill Cartwright available? I mean, damn. <laughs> uh, well, and also, I wanted to ask because you had the um first row seat watching that 50 piece from oh, one yeah. of the members of the um three lefty musketeers yes sir um in phoenix and also um you saw lebron james as well um i wanted to know how that hairline was looking or the the the, the hair piece was it <laughs> was it official nah, he, the, for real for real on lebron like he, he does not look his age like in person he does not look his age. he's in incredible shape and then you know like he just is one of these people like just you know, again, I, I've been around him since you know, again, like I, uh, God, like t- t- what, t- two thousand six. So sure, he he has gotten more mature, like as far as appearance wise. But when you just look at him as an athlete, you know, some athletes you start to see it, like the way they move and everything else. He does not look older. What I noticed though was in that game, his motor was not the same. There were moments, there were like pockets of the game where he all of a sudden you're like, oh, that, in, oh, that's him. Defense. Oh, there it is. take defense off. Yeah, there was one like he leaked out and they, they said that it was on a um, jump ball. He leaked out. It's set play. He takes off. Davis gets the ball, just throws it down court, and LeBron did one of his you know trademark dunks, and you're like, yo, he's still got it. But there are other parts of the game, like he missed four layups in that game. And I'm like, when does LeBron miss layups? So, yeah, there's, like you could see Father Times catching up a little bit. But physically, no, he doesn't look any different. Um, and as far as the Brunson thing, that that second half was so special, and you almost like aren't realizing it as it's happening. Like in your head, you're like, he hasn't missed a shot yet. Like you could, like I couldn't. I kept checking the box score. Like he had to have missed. He had to have missed a shot, but he didn't. So you know that's the reality of it, Baritone. So appreciate the call, man. I mean, it's it's you know, that's what to me, Bart, the experience of being in the arena and the ability to sit as close as possible like I had that ability to do on this road trip, it really does change your perspective on what you're seeing and what these guys do. And also, as we're talking about losing Mitchell Robinson, just how like having big guys, long arms, you know, the, the 6'11", 7-foot types – yeah. It changes everything because it's so hard to score at the rim when you got guys that big. Well, we saw that with poor Zingas and how he yeah. intimidated uh, Brunson the first game of the season. Great point. And how Wimbe Bayana at a much greater level intimidates guys to try and shoot over because, you, you know, his wingspan so high you can't get a, a clear look at the basket. 
No, and, and he covers so much ground, too. Jay's in Queens. What's up, Jay? What's going on, guys? I actually called last week when you were talking about this, about your executive friend. Yep. It was funny, you guys started talking about the top five fattest players you've ever seen. Damn. But um, anyway, I want to echo what Bart was saying. And I think we got to try to get this guy's eye on. Um, I think, you know, maybe New Orleans is too small of a city for him. Maybe we get him a trainer, get him a penthouse apartment, you know, and uh, put some, you know, things in his contract. And just well, he try has to all maximize that. His the, he has all that, though. Jay, yeah, he's see, got the trainer. Yes. He's got that stuff in his contract. It's all there, but man. But the thing is, he can hide in New Orleans because nobody cares. He go out somewhere in TMZ, somebody see him eating a cheesecake, they're going to make man, fun of his fat taste. ass. You're right. Guys, you know what I'm saying? He can't hide. Awesome. He, he can't be a closet like, He's not out in a restaurant just having a five-course meal. This stuff he's doing in his own house. He's sitting there playing video games and just, you know, munching on Doritos. Like, well, that's when he, the problem. When he walk out of his house, people be saying, like, oh. oh. He'll and then he'll have, he, he'll have a bigger array of food, too. What do you get, think? Like, what chef. do you think people would say? Like, like Zion comes out of his apartment. He's going to go right into the black SUV that's going to take him to the garden. Nope, so. But people are going to see him on the sidewalk. What are they, they going to sit there with the fat suit? They're going to sit there in the fat suit. Right. You know how? You know how? Zion, like, when you, ever, you have know, a you, salad. Like they're going to be yelling stuff. Like, I mean, like, like yo, Zion, tomorrow. I got money on this game, B. Oh, oh this. If we lose this, we're going to have to get this work. You don't get this real work, right? You know what I'm saying? I lose, you lose, son. Come kidnap your ass, put you in the back of the trunk for two weeks. We'll see how much weight you lose then, son. Damn. 800-919-3776. All right, we'll get it to hour number two. We'll continue with your calls on this, of course, but also you'll hear from Tommy DeVito, the mix-up again. You know, it's funny how fame is fleeting, and you start to get big, and you get a little too big, and you make some bad decisions, but he made the right decision to correct, to right a wrong but now, more importantly, he faces probably his toughest game, the toughest environment, and everything else with the Giants. So we'll get into that and more with you. Stay with us for our number two. It's Barton Hot, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dews Sports Desk. So the Knicks blew out the Nets last night to move to 16-11 and 11 on the season. Earlier this morning on DPH and Rothenberg, guys were wondering why Knicks fans are not more excited. How many years was the Knicks fan clamoring for, just let me be good? Right? And and all the time it's like, who's the most passionate, loyal fan base in all of New York? Oh, that's the Knicks, man. Where are you? It's almost this town in general, though. When team is bad, people can't can't wait to call because they're frustrated. They want to Right. Play. Team is great. Can't wait to call. Team is just good. Eh, but great. I don't think the Knicks are just good. They have the potential to be a very good team. Just because you're not a championship-level team. Like, could you imagine if the Jets and the Giants were the equivalent of the Knicks? And sitting here at 15 games in, like 10 and 5, you'd be ecstatic. Right, we're talking about one of the most functional teams in New York right now. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show. And it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.